Welcome to the LDS Divorce Coach Podcast. I take the sting out of divorce. This is your host, Emily Sanchez. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to podcast number 12. In this podcast, I am letting you guys know what I learned at National Achievers Conference. Okay, it was so amazing that I thought, you know what, I'm going to share what I learned. So you're welcome, right? It's as if you attended this 13-hour conference without even being there or paying for it. (laughs) But um, I want to just review two of the speakers that were there. One was Gary Vaynerchuk. Okay, if you don't know who he is, he also kind of goes by Gary V. He has a show. He is all over every social media. You could go anywhere, YouTube, Facebook. LinkedIn, wherever, and you could find this guy. Just Google him. Um, he's kind of known for taking his parents' wine business from three million a year to sixty million. Then he he invested in shoes. I mean, he's in everything. He got in Bitcoin really early, and now he is the speaker. And he said that he doesn't want to be the speaker. Just kind of came that way, that he's this motivational speaker that goes around, but he is a genius with marketing. So if you want to know anything about marketing and then just basic motivation for your business, he was really good. And he only spoke for about half an hour. So I'm going to review what he said. And also Tony Robbins. Now, if you know anything about me, okay, you're going to know that I love Tony Robbins. I mean, that's the school that I went to. I went to Robbins Madonna's training and strategic intervention, his life coaching school. I know a lot about him. I know what he talks about. And this was my first experience to be there at a seminar live. He went five hours straight, full on energy. It was like a rock concert. But Gary V, um, he went before him and he has so many followers. He's so big right now. He, like I said, is everywhere. And his biggest point that he made was getting out there, doing what you do, marketing yourself on social media, on all those top social media sites. And then you can't see what I'm doing, but I'm plugging my ears. And what he meant by that was you cannot care about the comments. You cannot listen to what people are saying. You have to believe in yourself and just do it. And that really resonated for me as I'm doing these podcasts and for me (laughs) doing a YouTube channel, which I have, was scary. My first couple of videos that I posted, I was seriously like shaking. I don't want to post myself talking. I don't want people to see me. It's like not what I aspire to do. Um, But I know that it can help get the word out. That's what I want to do. I believe in my message. And so he just says, you just plug your ears. You do not worry. You just don't even think about it. You have to have enough self-confidence within and belief of what you're doing to just go out and do it. He also talked about how thankful he was for his parents for not giving him anything. He said he remembered the story where he's like, I want a Nintendo 64 or whatever it was when he was younger and he he said that his mom just swore at him and 
like told him, if you want it, you go out and buy it yourself and you get it. And I just love that because so many parents today, we want to give our kids everything. He mentioned the eight, eighth place trophy, you know, like it's something special that everybody gets a trophy now. And he's like, please, if your parents don't do this, make your kids get hungry for what they want. Oh, so good, right? Make your kids get hungry. Make them work for stuff. Come on, we give our kids everything. So I loved those two things. Then the third thing that he said that is very, very difficult for me, uh, he says when you're marketing a business, he's like, I want you to have 10 posts a day. 10? I'm like, what? 10? 10 posts on like all the social media sites? Oh, you got to be kidding. I'll be lucky if I do one. But so, okay, people, you're going to see a little more of me. I'm going to try. And I'm going to close my ears and not worry about how annoying it might be that everyone's like, okay, Emily, we get it. You're a divorce coach. You're posting again. But I love it. He's just like, spread the word with content. You need content, content, content. Okay. So what it's worth, those three things. Um, then we go to Tony Robbins. Holy cow. So I said five hours and what he started with was really good. He started with saying he was criticizing us a little bit about we were a dead audience and he's like, you're not going to get anything. You're not going to get anything out of it. If you stay dead, you stay seated in your seated in your chairs, like the 19th even 20th century of, of learning in school as we all sit in our chairs, right? We don't communicate with each other. We don't do any teamwork. We don't do any partner work. We're just sitting alone in our rows of chairs at school, falling asleep. How much are you going to retain? And of course he used statistics to show how much you learn when you're just seated there about to fall asleep versus when you are up, when you are answering questions, when you are at your highest energy level. So it was like a rock rock concert. He had us get up and dance and jump and get our energy level so high. He was so good at it because his whole thing is energy. And that was basically the theme of everything he said was when you are in a high peak energy state or just a state of being that is ready for anything. You know the feeling when things just flow to you. You're in that flow. Let's say you're speaking somewhere and the words just come to you and you're just strutting your stuff. Maybe you're walking down the street and you're just feeling so good. You're at this high energy state that he calls is a beautiful state. Now, when we are in that state, can we handle things that are thrown our way? Can we handle problems? Yes. It's like no big deal. When, when we're in that type of state, when we are in that type of state, do we want, do our kids want to play with us more? Do we want to play with them? Can we handle their whining, their crying? We can just handle things better. So his whole theme, like I said, was getting in this beautiful state moment to moment so that you can handle the big and small problems that come your way, that they don't look like such a huge deal. And so he says, emotion equals motion, right? Think about it. Think about it when we're in a low emotional state. 
when we're feeling sad or depressed or we're just feeling lazy or we're feeling like we don't want to do anything, how is our motion? How are our bodies? Well, we're breathing shallow. We might be looking down. We're frowning. We're hunched over. You know, if you're in a depressed state, maybe you're even laying down. But contrast that to a high peak energy, beautiful state where you can handle anything, where you're at the top of your game, you are in motion and you are moving usually. So he taught us how our bodies, our physiology is so linked to our emotions, to our mind, and to our spirits. And I got to say, being four months pregnant, yes, I'm pregnant. And I've been super duper tired lately, but honestly, it worked. All the jumping up, the shouting, <laughs> the rocking out, the dancing, it made me last. Like I felt better. And in that state, you can learn and retain so much more knowledge. And so a couple of things that he said was, so how do we get that energy? How if, you know, if we're feeling like crap, we don't want to get into that peak state or we don't have that energy. How can we build it? He says there's two ways. Energy comes from our psychology, but it also comes from our bodies. All right. So our psychology, let me explain that. And he said in very simple terms, what you focus on is where your energy flows. Okay. Wherever your focus goes, your energy flows. So if you're focusing on gratefulness, if you're focusing on your blessings, if you're focusing on the future, if you're focusing on what's real and how to tackle something and your positive things in your life, your psychology will instantly change. He stated that fear and gratefulness cannot exist together. Neither can anger and gratefulness they cannot coexist. I loved that. I love that. And he had us do a little practice where we breathed really, really deeply as we were holding our hearts. Uh, you know, the, the quacky seminar stuff, as some people would say. And to close our eyes or not close our eyes and just to go through. And he led us through it. But he said, I want you to pick out a memory from the past where you were so grateful. You were just full of gratefulness. Now I want you to pick out a memory from your past where you're just so proud, where you're proud in that moment. Proud of yourself, proud of a child, proud of a friend or whatever. I want you to take that memory and pull it into your heart. Then he would say things like, I want you to take another memory where you were laughing so hard. You know, the kind of laugh that you spit your water out. You can't stop laughing. I want you to go to that memory. I want you to pull it in to your heart. And then he said, I want you to think of a sensual moment, a moment where of intimacy that was just great. And you felt that connectivity. I want you to take that and pull it in. And then he did something really cool. He says, I want you to go into your future. And he called them memories of the future, which I feel makes it real. You know, when you say something's a memory, it's as if it happened. But he says, memories of the future. I want you to pull those in. So he says, I want you to go to a memory of your future. Again, where something is happening, where, you know, the same type of thing, where you're super duper proud, 
where you're super duper thankful, a moment where you're laughing, a moment where you envision your family together, a moment of extreme importance, a moment of accomplishment where you did something and you accomplished a dream and you're sitting there, pull that memory in and into your heart. So we did that exercise. And after doing that, you truly feel your focus completely shift. It was awesome. So that's one way to change your energy or drastically change your state moment to moment. And then the other way is through our bodies. So we could do anything. And he he sent us <laughs> dancing so much and jumping up and down and yelling, making the sound of success or making the sound of achievement, making the sound of freedom, making the sound, you know, you're doing all these things with your body and you're breathing just very, very deeply to where, you know, if you wanted to change your state in an instant, you could jump up and down, breathe really deeply four times, and there you go. You're not laying on the couch anymore, right? It's just a great way. So I'm implementing this. I I wrote it out as a goal that three times a day, I would change my focus and and my body, my physiology, if I felt like my state or my energy was lacking and was not in that beautiful state. And with that, even just the past couple of days since the conference, I've noticed a huge, huge difference. Um, He says that our emotions are our ultimate resource. So he talked a lot about business and a lot about how to have that success cycle. And if we can start with our emotions, you know, and how much we believe in it then that's huge. And our emotions lead lead to that belief. Our belief leads to the potential. This is his success cycle. The potential leads to action. The action leads to results. And he says it all starts with the belief. So if our belief is um, waning, we need to work on that belief and then we can get our potential up, our action up, our results up. Um, but I love it. And so that was his hugest thing was staying in that state and, and how to change it. And then he would go on to say, okay, who wants to relieve suffering in their life? Of course, everybody wants to relieve suffering. He says, you're achievers. You don't call it suffering. You can't, you can't admit that you are sufferers. (laughs) We call it something different, but in the end it is a source of suffering. And so He had us write down what does an extraordinary life look like, what's preventing us from having it. And then he talked about in relieving the suffering, it was interesting. He said, what are your two best flavors of suffering? Interesting, right? Like we kind of choose which ones (laughs) that we go to often. And mine is annoyance. And feeling overwhelmed. And then we had to pick the triggers. So what triggers them. And how we were going to break it. And we can break it by breathing. We can break it by saying something funny. Or saying something loving. So the next time I'm I'm annoyed. Okay, this is how I'm breaking that trigger. Is I'm supposed to breathe and say I love you. I love you. I love you. Because I'm usually annoyed with people. And then my overwhelm 
I am going to say what triggers my overwhelm are messes and clutter. And I'm going to get into that in my next podcast. But I will be saying namaste in like a funny voice because laughter to me breaks my bad patterns. So that's what I'm going to do. And I'll just close with this. He says, keys to stop suffering. Okay, number one, living in that beautiful state. Number two, decide not to suffer. Interesting. And live in that beautiful state no matter what. And then number three, anticipate when suffering comes. So we're supposed to kind of gear ourselves up and get ready. And then number three, end it as soon as it arises. And he called it the 90-second rule. That you don't let anything stay in your mind that causes suffering longer than 90 seconds. So pretty awesome stuff. Um, that's my two cents. I hope that it made sense <laughs> sense for you guys. I feel great after it. So if you ever have a chance to listen to Gary Vee or Tony Robbins, I totally suggest that you do that. And his biggest line and things that he ended with that I will end with is trade your expectations for appreciation. If we can trade our expectations for appreciation and everything that we do, I'm pretty sure we won't have any problems or we'll figure them all out. Okay, with that, make it a great day. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. Come on over and visit me at CoachEmilySanchez.com. Don't forget to subscribe. And as always, make it a great day.